Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Freedom Podcast. If you're new here, I'm Alexis. I co-host the show with Katie. We've been doing this show for a couple of years now. I just realized it's been, what, three, four years? Something like three that. Three years, like over yeah. three years. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. I knew her before she was a married woman, so I knew her before Jake. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while, um, but it's just been so much fun. And if you guys get a chance, make sure you um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, and if you want to have any topics on the show, or you want to hear any topics, make sure you let us know. We would love to hear um, just things that you want us to talk about. And we're always open to any and everything. Um, so we would love that. But today, it's been a couple of weeks since we had a show, but today we are talking about living out our faith Monday through Saturday. I love that title. Katie came up with it and I just was like, this is awesome. I love it. Um, but yeah, just a really great topic, I think, just to touch on and talking about like, am I being bold in my faith? Am I willing to share the gospel with others? And I think sometimes we feel like, oh, I never have opportunities to share the gospel because it has to be like this perfect scenario and like God really pushing you to do it. And I think sometimes when we turn that off and we don't just like step out of our shell, it's really easy just to not share the gospel with people and just go throughout our day-to-day lives. And I don't think it has to be like this awkward thing, like, let me tell you about Jesus and just go up to some random person. But there's always these little opportunities all throughout um, the day or the week that we can share the gospel or just little moments um, just in life that God like just sets up perfect situations. But if we're not looking for them, we really aren't going to see them. And I think I was just like thinking about that, like going over my notes last night and stuff. And I think the biggest thing that we can start is just like praying for wisdom and praying for guidance and that boldness in our faith to share the gospel. Because as Christians, we know that it's not what we are doing. It is Christ through us. And I think sometimes right. we get caught up in that, like, oh, well, I, you know, what if right. they don't want to be a Christian? And what if they don't accept the right. Lord? And it's like, that's not our job anyway. Our job is just to be the light in a very dark place in a very dark world. And, um, but that also comes with being bold. And you know, I think that for myself, I've gotten, and maybe it's just getting a little bit older, not caring about like what yeah. people think of me anymore versus when I was in my twenties. But I do know for myself that, um, people know that I'm a Christian. I openly speak about that. And when I do have opportunities, whether it's for, you know, work or whatever, I will, you know, just put in little things like, you know, I don't know, just like little things that I'll say or things like that. And I think I also could be more bold to me. Like, can I pray for you? Or can I, even though I know someone who's not a Christian, like I'm comfortable sharing the gospel with like family members and I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with my aunts and, mm. you know, things like that. Cause it's comfortable, but in the circumstances that maybe it's not like a work environment as comfortable, um, just being a little bit more bold. And recently, um, someone, a, a, a family that I worked for, um, her mom passed away. And, you know, I just took the opportunity to ask, you know, if I can pray for her and like what she needs and that like, just write her a little verse, whether that means anything to her or not. But that was just something that God put on my heart to let her know that I'm praying for her and that, um, the Lord is like with them in this time of loss. And, um, her husband comes from a Catholic background, so mm. she does, she is like aware, but yeah, just kind of like taking little opportunities like that. And then being faithful to that calling of sharing the gospel, because every single Christian is called to share the gospel. Um, 
in our day-to-day lives. So I think that's like really important. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of going off what you said, like, I think sometimes we, I don't know what it is, maybe because as the internet, internet, you know, developed and we had these videos of people preaching the gospel, like on the streets, or we see these street preachers, like we think that's what sharing the gospel means. Yeah. Like, right. I'm going to go share the gospel today. I'm going to go yeah. you know, walk around the town and stop people and say, do you know Jesus? You know, and right. in reality, like that's not, I mean, sure. If someone is called to do that and called to be on a campus or going around right. just asking random people to, you know, where they're at, like, okay, that's, yeah. that's fine. That's, that definitely is one way to share the gospel. Um, but it's it that's very short-sighted if that's what we mm-hmm. think it is because sharing the gospel means living out our faith not just on yeah. Sundays especially if you grew up a Christian I don't know Lexi if you felt this way but I was very much like okay go to church do the things on Sunday and go to Sunday school and maybe go to you know youth group and then the rest of the week like was just kind of whatever I wanted to do. And that's not, we're, we're called to be a light in the dark. And if we are a Christian, we actually, I'm reading through Romans six because our, our young adults group that my husband and I lead, we're talking about Romans six today in our study and talking about how, okay, we're either slaves to sin and the world, or we're slaves to Christ. And that word slave, we have a very negative connotation with it, but essentially what Paul was describing is, is a way that we could, we can understand, right? If so, if you're, it would kind of be like saying like you're employed, like nowadays, like just the connotation of of slavery back then, like a lot of times you're, there were indentured servants. And so you owed like a debt to someone. And so we either are, we either are working for the world and we're slaves to sin or we're, we're slaves to Christ and we devote our entire lives to him. And so there's really no in between. Obviously we sin, we fall short, but you know, we have to really take an evaluation like, okay, am I actually living out my faith throughout the week and sharing Jesus with other people, whether that be through, like you said, praying for people, um, talking about our testimony. I mean, there's so much power in our testimony Mm -hmm. and just, being bold and taking those opportunities, remembering, okay, it's not my effort and my good works in terms of like me mustering up the strength to do good works. It's surrendering to the spirit because we're told like, like the word tells us that there are good works established for us before, before the world or, you know, given to us even before the world was established. And so thinking about like, that's something that Jake and I have been talking about recently. Like, wow, God has good works for us to do in it. Like he has prepared good works for us to do yeah. in advance. And so it is our, our responsibility to walk by faith, right. And to surrender to the spirit and he will provide those opportunities. So praying mm-hmm. like, God, make it clear when I'm supposed to share the gospel today or pray for someone or, you know, sharing maybe my hope that I have in Jesus. And that that's the kind of the door sometimes that, um, the opportunity that can be placed in front of us. I'll just give an example. The reason that this came to my mind actually when we were texting earlier this week discussing like, okay, what topics do we want to chat about that day? There was a woman that I met that was obviously distressed. And for some reason, God uses the sauna of all places at my gym. 
I can't even tell you how many conversations, faith conversations I have had in the sauna, something about the sauna at my gym. And I was sitting <laughs> and I could tell that she was struggling with something. And so I just offered, I said, I don't know what you're going through, um, but do you mind if I pray for you? And her, she just said, oh my goodness, please, thank you so much. And I had no idea. I was like, this woman could be, you know, a Satanist. She could be, I don't know. Yeah. So I can I pray for you? And so in my prayer, I prayed out loud and I just, the Holy Spirit gave me the words, but I really was communicating the gospel and just, and communicating scripture. And I, I prayed Romans 28 over her and I prayed for um, uh, the Holy Spirit to give her peace and, you know, all of these different things. And I'm like, man, the Lord just gave me this opportunity to be able to pray over someone. And even through my prayer, I was able to communicate the gospel, right? right. The way that we pray and the words that we use and um, uh, sharing our faith, even in prayer, sometimes over someone who may not be be a Christian. Well, it actually turned out that she, she is a Christian. And so we were able to talk about that. And then mm -hmm. five minutes later, someone else walks into the sauna and she overhears our conversation and she's like, I go to your church. And so then we had a conversation. <laughs> so things yeah. like that, I mean, God just, it was like, I was sitting in the sauna and there was just this burning, like Holy Spirit prompting, Katie, you need to ask her if you, if you can yeah. pray for her. And so yes. just even being aware of, okay, if I am walking through my day, listening or looking for opportunities and listening to sometimes that still small voice of the Holy Spirit prompting me to do certain things. Mm -hmm. That is God directing us and convicting us and and we'll have those opportunities throughout the day. And and that was just one example from this past week. But and it's not because I'm so great. It's because no. <laughs> God placed this woman right in front of me. And you know, the the opportunity was just there. It's not because I did anything. Yeah. So you know just looking for those opportunity and and remembering too like if we fear God more than than any anything else in terms of just the reverence and the awe that we have for him and knowing like he is our creator and we need to have a healthy fear of the lord much greater than the fear of man and i think a lot of times our missed opportunities to either give our give a testimony or pray over people or share our faith or stand firm in our convictions be comes because the missed opportunity a lot of times comes because we fear men more than we fear God. Yeah. Yeah. And we care so much about how we're perceived by people and, you know, and there are a lot of verses that talk about like, you know, there's some people that just will not accept the Lord. And we know that like, that's the reality. Um, not all of us are going to go to heaven. Not all of us are going to be saved, but that shouldn't stop us from sharing the gospel and, and, um, listening to those promptings from the Lord, because like, there's always opportunities to do that. And, um, kind of, as I was like gathering my notes last night, I was just thinking like, as Christians and as people in general, like, I feel like we're always looking for like, what is my purpose in life? Like, what has God gifted me? Like, am I supposed to be an artist or am I supposed to be a singer or a blogger or whatever? And I think we kind of miss the mark on like, we're all called to be fishers of men. We're all called to share the gospel. If there's one calling that you can get right in your life, it's to do that. Whether, you know, you might not be called to do anything 
thing crazy. Like, you know, there was this pastor, I can't remember his name, but he was like, he was kind of talking about that. He's like, we're all so hyper-focused on like, what is my purpose or my calling in life? He's like, maybe you're called to like be a mom and share the gospel and raise kids who are Bible fearing, you know, lovers of Jesus. Like maybe that is your calling not to be like a supermodel or something, you know? So anyways, he was like going into all that. I'm like, oh, that's so true. Like our calling... We are living in our calling every single day. If you're here on earth, your calling is to share the gospel and spread the good news to everyone. And it is a requirement as a Christian to do. And I think as we do it more and we become more bold in our faith, like the Lord will also create more opportunities for that to happen as well. And, you know, and I know like some people are like, oh, well, I'm shy or I'm this or that. And I was like, you know, God can use anyone because if you look at the disciples, like none of them were qualified. They were like, I mean, they're just like us. They're just sinners and but they walked with Christ and they followed him diligently and you know in Matthew it talks about that in Matthew 28 19 it says go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit and that's the calling of every single Christian that we have on our life is to witness to others and um, and you know what? Sometimes it's going to be awkward and sometimes it's going to be a little weird and sometimes it's not going to come off the way that you want it. But the Holy Spirit, because it's the Holy Spirit doing the work and not us, like that's okay. And sometimes for myself, I'm just like, you know, embrace like the awkwardness or, you know, whatever, but but stand firm in God's word. And that's why it's also important to know God's word. So like when you're praying over these women in the sauna, it's because you know, God's word and it's living and breathing and and alive in your heart and in your spirit. So you can speak because we know the word of God is living. And um, I think that's just so important to keep in mind that it's not about us. And we're so hyper like focused on ourselves. And I'm like the same exact way. There's been opportunities where I'm like, Oh, I could have, said something there, but I like held back because I didn't want to offend someone. I'm like, you know what? There's always going to be people who are offended by the word of God. And, and that is not my problem. That is, you know, for the Lord to deal with, I am not the one, you know, I'm not the judge and jury, but I can live out the calling that the Lord has on my life, which is to share the gospel and to live that every day. And, um, I talk a lot about like just opportunities in the gym to share, you know, the gospel with the, all the kids that I work with. And they all, I mean, you know, every kid's on social media and they all follow me on social media and stuff like that, which has made me more hyper aware yes. of like what I post because yeah. I want yes. them to not just hear me in the gym talking about my faith, but I want them to see me like living it out as well. And so sometimes I'll like post something I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I should have posted. And I'll take it down because like, that's just the conviction that the Lord has given me where it's different convictions now as mm-hmm. I've, traveled in this faith walk with the Lord than it was like when I was younger and we were just talking about that like before you know yeah. it's like certain things like I just didn't even care about like yeah and and yeah the Lord just creates opportunities all the time oh my gosh absolutely yeah we were just before we started recording talk talking about this too and talking about like just how our as we grow spiritually and as we grow in our faith and um, the Lord convicts us of different things and sanctifies us. Like even when we were Christians, we were baby Christians. Like I look at things that maybe I posted five, six years ago. And I look at that and I'm like, I, I've i gone back and deleted some things or I wish I wouldn't have put, or I would never post that now. But it's just, it's, you know, thinking about, okay, where, where God has taken us now, the opportunities that where he's placed us, like, our lives are not going to look the same if we're growing and we're being sanctified and yeah. you know, we're, we're 
trusting in God, our lives are not going to look the same. And so um, I think a lot of times there's almost this like hyper focus in our not there absolutely is a hyper focus on ourselves. And yeah. like you said, our purpose and our mm-hmm. calling and like our calling is to be a a light in the dark wherever we are, mm-hmm. like whether that yeah. is being a mom or whether that's being a social media influencer, whether that's being a coach, whether that's being an accountant. I mean, you know, there are, we're the body of Christ and, and thank God we're not all the same. And so we're yeah. all, we all have different gifts and abilities and, and opportunities that are placed in front of us. And so, you know, as we grow, as we're sanctified, like that'll take us in different places that we never anticipate. And so being bold in those areas can be scary, but at the same time, like as you walk in faith and as you grow and as you're sanctified and as you walk into these new opportunities and you pray over people and you share your faith and it can be awkward, like you're not perfect, you know, it builds confidence too, and you get better at it in in communicating your faith and maybe um, being able to empathize with people or just ways that you can spark conversation. And mm-hmm. uh, that's actually something that Jake is, it, my husband is much different than me and, and much more of a an extrovert. And so in terms of like how he communicates with people and he's just constantly asking people questions. And so that's kind of how he, I mean, he really does inspire me because I feel like almost every single day he comes home with some sort of a story where he just asks people about their lives and they share, you know what, I'm not doing well because of, mm-hmm. I just, you know, this happened to me and I feel hopeless. And then yeah. he asks the question, well, you know, do you have a faith? Like, do you, yeah. do you have hope in something greater than this world? And then either they say yes or no, and it's able to create those conversations um, with those people. And so that's a way in his work. I mean, he doesn't work in any sort of like ministry job or anything. He works in sales, but just even having conversations with his um, customers and with people yeah. that he goes and sees, you know, just normal conversations and like, yeah. Oh, why are you struggling today? Like, yeah. can I share why I'm not, why I'm not worried about what you're worried about right now? Um, yeah. because of my in the Lord. And so that's been inspiring to me. And then I've also seen some friends um, actually come to mind. One of my friends, Lindsay and her husband, now husband, Chris, we got lunch with them one day and Chris, he is so bold um, and just so inspiring and in how he shares his faith. But I remember it just was so impactful. And the way that I saw him connect with different people, he would just say, Hey, to the waiter or waitress, do you want to pray with us as we pray over our meal? And there have been, I think both times I've been with him, each person said yes. Um, so mm-hmm. you don't, we're always fearful, like, Oh, they're going to reject me. Oh, they're going to say no. But yeah. majority of times when I've asked people, can I pray for you? Or, you know, I've seen other yeah. people ask, usually people are pretty receptive. Yeah. Um, and so you don't know where, what seed you're going to plant or where that may lead. Well, and that's like, I feel like that is just such a great example of just the power of the Lord and the, the, the people know that there is power in Jesus name, whether they believe him or not. And I think that's like such a good example of that. Like there's a certain type of respect for Christianity. I mean, there's a lot of disrespect too that happens, but there's a certain type of respect too, you know? And I think like 
what I always think to myself is if people are so bold to speak out against all the things that they believe in and that's not of Christ, like I should be just as bold in the same way to live out my faith and live counterculture to all the things that are going on in the world. And I think now more than ever, I mean, I know, like, I know that there's always been crazy times and I know that people have always persecuted Christians. That's not anything new at all. But I think now, like, like I, I believe with social media and all these things that we have and all these opportunities that we really do have to live out our faith and show our faith and mm-hmm. speak the truth, like we should really be using that. Yeah. And there's so much evil going on. And I think it's so bold now. I mean, you see it. I always talk about the music industry because the music industry has just been blowing me away lately. Like it has just been like me and Dom, my brother, like we were talking about like hip hop and stuff. Cause we used to both be like big hip hop heads before we, you know, stopped listening to that music and stuff. And, um, we're like music back then that you thought was bad actually sounds PG compared to like, what is bad now? And I was like, and this is how far away that we keep going away from the Lord. And I was like, this is why it's so important to be bold and be like, yeah, no, we don't speak this way. It right. like in the gym, like when I've said this before, like when kids cuss, they know that like there's a rule. It's either like push ups, plank holes, there's some type of thing that they're gonna have to do because they know like we don't speak that way, you're not gonna speak that way. We don't listen to if the kids want to play certain music, like we don't listen to unedited music. If it's dro- super derogatory, it can't be played in here at all. Like just little things like that. And they'll ask us, like, not anymore because everyone knows, but, like, they'll ask us, like, oh, why can't I, like, play this music? I was like, well, we're Christians and we just don't believe, like, in allowing these things in our hearts and our minds because what you allow – and we talk to them about this. Like, what you allow in your mind and the thoughts that you think and the things that you watch and what you allow into your heart is who you become. And, like, even the little things like that. And they'll go home and they'll, like, think about those things and, you know, one of our kids who I didn't know was a Christian, he's, like – a Christian. He's the only one in his family who's a Christian and he's in high school and he's a senior. And we were talking about purpose a couple of weeks ago and I was so floored by hearing this. And he's like, you know, he's like, I know that my purpose is to one day be a good husband and to um, be a leader. And to like, he said something else about like being like a Christian and, and showing the world like that God is real basically is that what was his purpose in like baseball and all these things. And I was like, I've never heard him talk about that, but like we talk about these things pretty regularly, like with them. Cause we always have chats before our training sessions. And I was so excited because I know his family's like yogi hippie like people. So I was like, Oh, okay. And so it's been cool just like having those conversations with the kids and, you know, like just diving into that. And um, yeah, I mean, you really don't know the impact that you have. So that being bold and not caring about like what people think about you because the devil is so bold and he is so, he is out there. I mean, everything is out there and people don't even care. Like people don't care about all the craziness going on. So we have, we have a duty as Christians and we are called to share our faith. Like, you know, in the last moments that Jesus was here on earth, like he was, telling the disciples that like to go out and share the gospel, share the good news, share why I died on the cross for you. And, um, and like we, this is a gift that we have that's given freely to us that we should share with others and that we need to be giving to others because it was given to us. And that's such a great opportunity to share that gift with others that the Lord has given us and just, um, being grateful that we are saved and 
and we have the opportunity to live with Christ for forever and we're not going to go to hell and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just want everyone to come along with us too. So right. I think that's a very important. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, you know, just saying like, not caring what other people think, like, it's not easy. I mean, I still have moments where I'm like, oh gosh, they like hate me because, <laughs> you know, or I'm like, oh no, I just posted that. What's the reaction going to be? Or, yeah. you know, some message I get from someone or, you know, yeah. and it's, it's discouraging because you're like, man, like, okay, this is difficult. But, you know, as you walk through that, it becomes, you grow in, as you grow, it becomes more and more of just your your life like you yeah. are forming your positions and doesn't mean you're not going to have challenges where you're tempted right. to say kind of no i don't really have an opinion just to kind of like move yeah. through yeah. um not say anything when the spirit's prompting you to say something or you know maybe um if you're in school or something and you know that the teacher is going to give you a horrible grade or professor especially at universities yeah. you know they're just like accessible. Yeah. Um, and even back when I was in college, like I remember, and I wasn't a committed Christian at that point, but I remember just not saying things because I didn't want to ruffle feathers or, yeah. you know, uh, tweaking some things in a paper I would write that kind of went along with what the professor thought because I just wanted to get it and I just yeah. wanted to get out of there. Um, but remembering that the rejection from the world is actually that is something that Jesus said that we mm-hmm. like we would experience. And so yeah. if you are a Christian, like you are told, like you will be persecuted, you will experience resistance, but remembering like he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. And um, right. John 15, 18 says, if the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. So yeah. like, okay, our, our Lord and Savior, like, gives us, though, this supernatural peace knowing, like, okay, if we have the Holy Spirit, if we are saved, we are reconciled with God. And, like, there is nothing that can take eternal life and that peace that we have with God away from us. And really, the scariest thing is knowing that someone is not right with the Lord because they haven't accepted Jesus and what their eternal fate is going to be. And so that should prompt us. And like Lexi and I are saying, like, we're not perfect at this at all, but it it should prompt us to have almost a sense of urgency of like, okay, yeah. if I actually kill this person, like, I do not want them in eternal torment and separated yeah. from eternally, which that is what hell is, is eternal separation from everything good in this world. Yeah. Everything good comes from, comes from God. And so remembering that, okay, lives are at stake, eternity is at stake, that should prompt us then, okay, step by step, like each day, Lord, give me boldness, give me wisdom, give me discernment. Like it's not ourselves that are creating this within us and it's mustering up some energy just to go, you know, do something so I can check the box. It's more about being in tune with the spirit and, and surrendering to the Lord and saying like, work on my heart so I can be bold, so I can share the gospel, so I can actually have a heart that loves people more and cares about their their eternity more than I care about my own comfort and and yeah. just this momentary kind of maybe insecurity that I feel because mm-hmm. I'm the only person in this in this realm or the yeah. only person standing up for my convictions and morals and it can be really challenging and you may yeah. um, lose friends you may lose opportunities but those are also like anything lost 
because you shared Jesus or because you're walking by the spirit, because you are living out a Christian life is not actually a loss. It, it, right. <laughs> the only thing that truly, truly matters, like we're told to focus on the things that are eternal and the things that are above. And sometimes even people that you lose in your life that you share the gospel with, they will come back to you because they know yeah. they'll come to the end of themselves and, and figure out, you know what, that, you know, Katie actually did love me because she was yeah. telling me the truth as opposed to just telling me what I wanted to hear. So, yeah. you know, just thinking about how can we reroute our minds on eternal things every single day and um, not just isolate our, our faith to one day per week. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I guess we'll leave it there. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks for another episode. Um, yeah. See you later. Bye.